Welcome to the Glow Europe podcast, a European Christian podcast to inspire you and give you insights about mission, apologetics and church life. And now, here's your host. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for the Glow Europe podcast. I'm your host, Jess Brandt. And in this short episode, I will be joined by Chris Hall, and we will talk about the way the Lord is using his little choir to reach out people in his city. I hope you will enjoy this episode, and if so, please, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And now, let's jump into my conversation with Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello, Jess. You are a Glow missionary in France with your wife, Michelle. You have the same passion for music and you have been using during all this past year uh, your gift to do evangelism. Now I heard that you run an English-speaking choir. Can you explain us how this choir started, how does it work and how do you see this ministry growing in the future? Okay, the, um, the choir started about six years ago. Uh, we used to organize a Christmas carol service in English. Mm-hmm. And I suggested it might be fun to do a small, condensed version of Handel's Messiah at Easter, because uh, Easter nothing really happens uh, for us in a, in a. It's it's quite important in the Catholic Church, but we didn't tend to put much on. Mm-hmm. So we decided to run an Easter event where we'd create a mini choir to sing Handel's Messiah in English. Um, uh, at the end of that, we we gave them well, we gave a, an invitation to anyone at the Christmas Carol service to come and join us. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to come and take part in a choir, and we had about 10 people come. So the choir was really small, about maximum 15 people, okay. to do this, uh, what we called My Messiah. Okay. Was there a Christian people coming to the choir? Uh, no, the first person that came to us said, well, I'm an atheist, can oh. I come and join your choir? Interesting. <laughs> I said, well, yeah, it's not a Christian choir, we will be singing the Messiah, and it will be an Easter service, but you don't have to be a Christian to take part, not a problem. So the probably was that most of the people in the choir were Christians, but say two or three were just people who used to come along to our Christmas carol service. Um, and once we'd done the My Messiah, we called it My Messiah because it was a small, a shortened version, mm-hmm. and we added some contemporary songs in as well. So it was a, okay. a version of the Messiah. And when we'd finished that in April, we said, well, would you like to carry on or should we stop? I said, no, we'd like to carry on, we enjoy singing. So we started uh, to do songs in English um, to just carry on the choir. Uh, I've always wanted to lead a choir, so mm-hmm. that was quite cool to do. So we chose songs that could um, speak in some way, or songs that were positive. So the first mm-hmm. song we did was Katy Perry's Firework. <laughs> so we said, well, it's a pop song. Everybody enjoys it, but yes. it's also got this element of saying that you're valuable, you're important, um, mm. you're a firework. And so well, that corresponds to us because we believe that God made each of us, mm-hmm. and God made each of us special and important, and we've got value in God's sight. So having a song like Firework was a good start for us. And then they just wanted to keep meeting, so we just, okay, we'll carry on. And mm-hmm. I think at the same time, myself and my wife uh, started singing as a duo, uh, going out singing cover songs and our own songs in different places. So, so it would be good to have an association to combine these events, mm-hmm. which we did, and we created an association called Music Alain. And from there, we just started to develop a choir. 
Um, so today the choir's got 65 people in it. 65 people? Yeah. What, what age are the people? What kind of people are they? Uh, most of the choir would probably be in their 40s, late okay. 30s, early 50s. Mm -hmm. One or two a bit older and one or two a bit younger. Most of the people who take part in the choir would not belong to any church of any sort, neither the Roman mm -hmm. Catholic Church nor an Evangelical Protestant Church. A good number in the church would probably say that they're atheists, uh, one or two in particular, uh, mm -hmm. quite adamant atheists. Um, but we've been running the choir for six years. I choose the majority of the songs and I try to choose songs which communicate like say something positive mm. or something which to me is uh is true and is something that god would have people mm. here so um i think another song which um blown in the wind by bob dylan that's another song mm. we did which to me kind of talks about the fact that you ever are things wrong in the world and the answer's blown on the wind so it's almost this idea well it's kind of like the idea that you get the a spirit blows where he wills and mm. God gives answers and God calls us and God says there are the things that there's talked about in blowing in the wind talks about bombs talks about fear talks about that kind of thing you think, well, this is true this is our world this is reality um, mm. but I put a little bridge into the song so I modified it which was just a taking the bit from the Psalms where it says how long will this go on for Lord before you come and intervene mm. and, and I explained to the choir why I put this in, and I explained to them it came from the Bible. And so they all know you're you're Christian, yeah, you're yeah. a blood worker. Yeah. So they know that we are working with the church in France, um, Michelle and myself. They know that there are other people in the choir who work with uh, the church, because Christian's part of the choir, Christian Mohol, and his wife Catherine was also part of the choir beforehand. Um, and there are other people in the choir who are part of our church. So it's probably in the choir itself we have about six or seven Christians. Okay. Um, but again, it's not a Christian choir, it's a normal choir. Uh -huh. The aim is to come and practice their English, we sing an English song, so we, we only sing in English. Um, most of it is English or American pop songs, pop rock songs. Mm. Um, but again, songs that can communicate Another song we do is by a group called Barclay James Harvest from the 1960s or 70s, a progressive rock group, and they did a song called Him. Mm -hmm. And Him is just a song which talks about Jesus coming to earth, being killed, and then rising again. And it's not a Christian song, but it's got a Christian, clear yeah. Christian message in it. Another song is Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror, which mm -hmm. talks about, again, the fact that there are things wrong in this world, but if you want to change it, you need to change the person in the mirror. Uh, mm. And all that to us, so this, is, this is true, this is what God asks of us as well. Um, so that's what the choir is, that's how it's developed. But people come to join the choir because it's fun. Um, but we... Bring them a lot of joy, yeah, positive thinking. And that's it, yeah. We practice on a Friday evenings, so people come along to have a relax at the end of their working week. And mm. so far, people still enjoy the relaxation of it. Um, it like we said, it's not a Christian choir, but I suppose because Michelle and I are Christians and because of also there is mission is what we everything that we do mm. we want to communicate something about our own faith of Jesus and our own need and everyone's need of Jesus. So even though the choir is officially just a, a normal choir, mm. our heart's desire would be that through the choir God might speak to someone. 
um, through conversation between choir members, uh, through perhaps being uh, perhaps just the words of the song might spur a, a consideration of the gospel message, yeah. and then could have a conversation with people and share something with them. I suppose the yeah. choir is really it's just an opportunity to share our life with other people, yeah. which includes sharing our faith. Yeah. Um, yes. Do, do you see many people asking you a question or be a bit uh, yeah, surprised by Christian running a, a choir like that? It's it's been it's, sometimes it's been quite interesting. When we first started the choir, it was run by our church association, and people thought it was a Christian choir. So they, they weren't sure they were allowed to come unless they became part of the church. So we wanted to make it clear, this isn't for Christians, mm. it's for anyone. So we, we changed the association and created one I mentioned earlier called Music Alarm. Because it, did, it was confusing for people. Yes. They couldn't understand, well, you're a pastor, or you're a missionary, or you're a church worker. You're running a church in a church association, but you're not singing Christian songs. Mm. What's the deal? And a few people... Um, have talked to us about that and so afterwards we changed it and stuff but then we still get people talking to us over different people in the choir it's more the people in the choir that have opportunities then because for example Michelle sings with a soprano so the people she sings with them are like so what do you think about this song and because the song mm. talks about death and about fear of death and such for example so we get an opportunity to share and mm. I know several people say oh, can you pray for such and such so they're not necessarily Christians, but they ask us to pray for them or for oh. somebody in their family. So there's certainly um, people are aware of our faith. They're not against our faith. Mm. And they're open for asking us for prayer and that kind of thing. Mm. And we've also had the opportunity of taking required to do choir exchange and to sing at our own church in Laval. So we did a Christmas concert and the people from our choir came. So again, it's an opportunity for them to see, well, this is our church. Yes. Uh, and maybe it's not the way they think That's church it. are, yeah. especially in France, exactly, in a Catholic yeah. country. They have a completely, they get to see a completely different angle on what church is. Exactly. And one or two of them have been along to church services just to see what, what is our, the deal with our church. Um, quite a few people from our choir came to England and we did an exchange of a choir in uh, Barnstable in Devon. Mm -hmm. And so they attended the church service there as well which was a completely different experience again. So uh, it, it gives opportunity to, to share something of our faith and gives opportunity for people to ask us questions, even to the point that one or two people have actually perhaps started looking at the Bible or uh, moved further on perhaps yeah. in their faith. But it's not necessarily uh, a ministry that will see week after week people becoming, yes. you know, giving their lives to Jesus. Mm. That doesn't happen. It's a long time work. Yeah. And it's a lot of work to prepare it because it, it has to run as a, it is a normal choir. Um, I do this because I love it. Michelle mm -hmm. and I both love music. We do music first and foremost because we love music. Yeah. Um, uh, we run a choir because I love arranging music. Uh, I like the sound of the voices. I like the interaction with a choir, leading the choir and the responses. Yeah. I, I love all that. Um, but. Like I said earlier, because I love Jesus, everything that I do, he comes into. Yes. So it's just a natural extension to then to share something in my faith at the same time. Mm. So it's the kind of ministry that is long term. Uh, it takes a lot of time to prepare the songs to arrange them. Um, and to, I mean, it's 
six years in the running now, and we know it's 60 so people, and we've got people asking to come and join the choir. Mm. Uh, I think we'd like to continue it because it's just amazing what opportunity it does provide, mm. and uh, it's almost like creating a, a small community mm. because it's, it's more than just singing together. Um, kind of family and yeah, uh, yeah. there's that, that family aspect to it even to the point where we've started saying perhaps we can't accept anyone else because it, it gets too big mm-hmm. and you lose that family kind of feel to it mm. but at the same time it's a shame to say no to somebody who wants to come be part exactly. of this, this family um, so we're kind of like going to see if we can continue to accept new people and perhaps create different activities with this community mm. that can then uh, get all ways of communicating with each other and stuff mm. but it wouldn't work if we didn't have a team of people doing it for example although i'm the choir leader and i'll do the arrangements and i tend to do most of the booking of the concerts if we if we weren't it together michelle and i she'd have to put up with me being spending hours doing loads of things completely yes. away from each other mm. or from the family but but because we both love it we mm. both understand where we're coming from that way. And even the people that make up the, the, the association and the other Christians in the team, in the choir, if, if they weren't there, it would change the nature of the choir as well because it's the fact that people can talk amongst themselves and mm. people want to talk amongst themselves that, uh, that, that makes it work, really. Mm. Um, I think if someone wanted to start a choir as an evangelistic activity, I don't know how that would work, mm. because... You have to first love people and yeah. don't try to... Yeah, because it's, it's almost like if you start a choir just because you want to evangelise the people that might come, mm. I think straight away people would know, oh, I thought you were doing... So it's not the choir is there as a secondary thing, Yes. whereas the choir really is there as a primary thing. It's just it's a joint primary with a mm. desire to share something of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, in, in a way you you just meet their first need which is uh, to have friendship mm-hmm. to have a, a yeah. moment of joy and to be welcoming somewhere they don't know others and yeah I, I think I remember somebody I read, read a, a book a Christian book and um, I think we all said something like if the good news isn't good news it's not good news it's <laughs> like a bit of a stupid statement but I think it was the idea that when you share the gospel you're sharing something that's good with someone. Mm. So it should be doing something good. Mm. We, I know there's the idea as well that people have got to come to a recognition of their, their state before God and their sin and the need for forgiveness. But Jesus came to bring us life. He, he, he mm. brought good news. And I think sometimes we see as well for this that requires the creation of a space where people can come and relax, be accepted, Mm. hear the message that you're important that you're of value we appreciate each one of you the songs say the same thing mm. that's an element of the gospel that comes through mm. um, we just need to keep praying as well that God gives us the opportunity to make the rest of the gospel clear when mm. that comes up so brilliant. and, and, and then the Holy you. Spirit will do the yeah, rest the it. Holy Spirit will convince yeah. people and will talk to their hearts yeah. and yeah. yeah, that's an amazing ministry. Thank you for sharing that with Thank us. You. <laughs> uh, how can we pray for you and uh, for the choir, for the, the band? Well, one of the things is just to continue private. God gives us opportunities and gives choir members 
those that are seeking, those that have got questions, are encouraged to just come and talk to us about those questions. Um, that God give us the right balance, that we can choose the right songs, to, that we'll communicate. Because even when we sing as a duo, and we've also got a little kind of rock band that we sing with, yeah. sometimes we can get into venues where you wonder if anyone actually hears the words of a song, yeah. let alone is receiving anything of God. But then you can get surprised that someone will come and talk to you about something that you sang. Mm. So I suppose it's just praying that God gives us wisdom in which the, the invitations that we accept. And also, as for any Christian, I suppose, the courage to continue to take the opportunity to share something of our own faith. Mm. Uh, perhaps the opportunity to invite them to something different. Uh, mm. Sometimes in smaller groups we've done some house concerts where we'll sing some songs, but it's a more intimate setting. And we've had friends from McQuarrie come along and listen to those. Uh, Michelle and I did a concert in the church in Laval, and about 10 people from McQuarrie came along, and we shared quite openly about our faith through our songs. So it's, I suppose it's the combination of the different activities is where we get more opportunity to say something more. Um, it's, it's just sometimes a bit tricky because it, it's, uh, I sometimes find it, find it difficult to ask for prayer for the minister because it looks like, we're just having lots of fun playing music, yes. which we are. <laughs> and we love I can see in your eyes and just speak about that, the love <laughs> yeah. of passion. And yeah, so... Since you really enjoy it, yeah, it's and more we do than love the ministry. That. It's really a... But we wouldn't be doing it. I don't think we'd be doing all of this if we didn't also love Jesus. Yes. Because he's the thing that drives us to get out there, singing in a pub at midnight, mm. where next to nobody's listening. We've done it enough times that actually, if we didn't feel that God might use some of that, we wouldn't do that again. Yeah. Because if they're not listening, they're not listening. We cope and we keep praying that every opportunity we take, God just uses something of our songs, something of our, just even the way that we are, when we go to meet with people and talk with people there, and the way we set up, that something in our behaviour, God might just spur something and encourage people to just come to us through, you know, to ask questions about that. So... Okay, we will keep praying for you. Thank you very Thank you. much, Chris. If there is anything you didn't catch, if you have any comments or question, please contact us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can even send us an email. I hope you find a lot of value in today's episode. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast if you don't want to miss the next episode. You've been listening to the Glow Europe podcast a European Christian podcast to inspire you and give you insights about mission, apologetics and church life. Please visit our website www.glow-europe.org Thanks for listening.